This episode is brought to you by the Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch. We have the Holy Hand Grenade. Yes, of course. The Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch. It is one of the sacred relics Brother Maynard carries with him. Brother Maynard, bring up the Holy Hand Grenade. Pie Jesu Domine, Dona Eis Requiem. 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 How does it, um, how does it work? Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. Theatrical releases always get priority. But we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Wow, that didn't sound good. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. Your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology. <laughs> and me, Professor David Day. The foremost expert in scare, no nos. <clears throat> Typically, we review, uh, you know, new theatrical releases, but, you know, we'll settle for the old ditty every now and then. Uh, we've got a great show for you guys today. We will be reviewing the 2005 Constantine. Uh, but first, a cool thing you might not know about our show is that we have the very best community of any podcast in the entire world world and we can prove that to you if you just go ahead and follow us on social media specifically head on over to facebook and check out the horror movie talk group not page although you know check out the page too but check out the horror movie talk group where there's just a bunch of cool people who are constantly sharing horror themed memes and uh great new finds of buried uh movies that you should see anyway uh, you can, of course, find links to all of our social media and our website, horrormovietalk.com. From there, uh, you can also find a link to our shop. You can help us out by buying some stuff, uh, some pretty sweet stickers or T-shirts and all that kind of crap. We have second Saturday watch parties every second Saturday of the month uh, over on streamlounge.io. We It's like Twitch, but for movies, and we'll, you know, our faces will show up, and we'll giggle and laugh along with you while we watch Slumber Party Massacre or some dumb movie. Um, you can also follow us on Twitch uh, and where we play video games. We post new episodes of the show every single Wednesday, so uh, go ahead and subscribe to us and toss us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now you can do it on Spotify, too, and all of that goes to help the show out a whole bunch we start out by giving a brief review and our score for the movie we score on a scale of one to ten and uh after that we after we give our score we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film and later in this episode we will be doing a little bit one of my favorites 
bad reviews for good movies. Silence of the Lamb edition. Silence of the Lambs edition. Missed it on the Silence of the Lambs episode. Um, well, uh, typically, I don't think it's it's uh, it's not necessarily connected to the. It's review. kind of sacrilege to do it on the same mm. episode, I'd say. But who knows? Maybe not. I don't. Well, you got to cover both sides, you know. True. Yeah, you, you have to give both opinions on both sides of the aisle equal credence. Right. Yes, because everyone's opinion matters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> we watched. So, as I said, we watched Constantine uh, right now as we record this, and we this is pre-recorded by probably a good good bit of time so you know double check my sources here but we watched it on hbo max and i realized that i had a bunch of unfounded ill will toward this movie which is actually pretty good and here is the trailer cold sure about this no Mr. Constantine, I'd like to ask you a few questions. I know the circles you travel in, the occult exorcisms. Easy there, hero. It's Dragon's Breath. I thought you couldn't get it anymore. Oh, I, uh, <clears throat> I know a guy who knows a guy. I thought that you could at least point me in the right direction. Yeah, okay, sure. Please. What if I told you that God and the devil made a wager for the souls of all mankind? No direct contact with humans. That would be the rule. Just influence. See who would win. Demons stay in hell. Angels in heaven. They call it the balance. I need to see what you see. You do this, there's no turning back. You see them. They see you. Understand? Back so, with Diet Coke and Coke Talk. Yeah, we were, we were having an argument about Diet Coke, Coke Zero, and Coca-Cola. And, uh, you know, I mean, actually, my other podcast, Hotline and Advice Podcast, that's sponsored by Coke Zero. Pretty interesting. Um, How did you land that? Babyface. He's got, he's got the hookups. Mm. I mean, it's... I, we can't really talk... I mean... Anyway, um, so... My synopsis for Constantine is that it's a. This is about John Constantine, played by Keanu Reeves, a DC character whose job is essentially to send demons back to hell, or at least he made it his job when he realized that he was heading there. He is approached by Angela, played by Rachel Wise, and asked to help her prove that her twin sister did not commit suicide. 
As a devout Catholic, Angela realizes that if her sister did actually commit suicide, she's damned herself to hell. Oops. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Oopsie doopsie. Damn my eternal soul. David, David, this oh, is so shucks. No. <laughs> shucks. <laughs> We're loopy. We're loopy. Uh, with the help of his plucky sidekick, Chas, uh, played by Shia LaBeouf, and some of his friends, John is on the case. He finds himself in the middle of a war where the devil's son, Mammon, is trying to unleash himself into the world of the living. Everyone gets more holy hand grenades than they bargained for. Constantine is a pretty impressive movie in a couple different ways. Firstly, it had a huge budget and was able to spend a lot of it on CGI monsters and backdrops, which wouldn't normally be a plus, especially in 2005. But the CGI from 2005 actually holds up Mm. really well. Um... It also has enough action and interesting characters to keep you involved in the movie from beginning to end. In fact, uh, the angel Gabriel, played by Tilda Swinton, and Satan, played by Peter Stormare, uh, one of the nihilists from The Big Lebowski, uh, are some of the best depictions of well-known Bible characters that I've ever, ever seen on the big screen. Maybe the best. I know. I love them. Maybe the very best. That's the best part of the movie is the end. (laughs) Yeah. The end, I was... You know, I was like, eh, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm, uh, and then the end hit, and I was like, damn. Yeah, Peter Stormare is fantastic. Crushes That's like one, it. one of the greatest depictions of the devil. It's And it was part. new. It was like not hokey. It's understated, but somehow really perverse. Super menacing. Yeah. 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 Constantine doesn't dwell on the origin story, uh, even though it is a comic book movie, uh, while still acknowledging it, which is a breath of fresh air in today's hyper cookie cutter style comic book movie world place that we live. You just sent me in a text the the top grossing movies of all time. Uh And it's like Titanic uh, Avatar and Titanic. So, top three is made up of almost exclusively James Cameron. No. No, top three is Avengers Endgame. No, it literally goes Avatar and then Avengers Endgame and then uh, and then uh, uh, Titanic. Does it? Yeah, if you're, not, if you're not accounting for inflation, yes. Anywho. Okay. Yeah, but the rest of the list is all Marvel comic book movies. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of um, domestic. Mm. I think domestic Avengers. So, so the list right now is Avatar number one. Yeah, this is lifetime gross. Avengers Endgame, Titanic, Star Wars Episode Seven, The Force Awakens, and then yeah. Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah. And then coming up now is Spider Man: No Way Home. Yeah, on its on its on the warpath. Yeah, now it's. I mean, and I mean, the, the the huge portion of that list is made up of either Jurassic Park movies or Marvel comic book movies. Right. I mean, Black Panther is 
like in the top 10. Right. I'm like, what? I mean, those Disney movies, like the recent Star Wars and Marvel movies, like they made a billion dollars per movie. Yeah. A billion dollar movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. 900 million dollars. Yeah. How insane is that? Look, nothing against Black Panther either. I'm just saying, in terms of the importance of Black Panther in the pantheon of Marvel movies, it's not huge. Um, I mean, it's... But it's, it's still one of the top-earning movies of all time. Well, part of it, that list in particular, doesn't adjust for inflation. So, Avatar gets a huge bump from the fact that it had a huge 3D sales, which is yeah, yeah. more expensive ticket. Right, right. But, uh... Yeah, if you look at it with inflation adjusted, it's like, okay, that makes a little more sense. Yeah. It's like, number one, Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Number two, I, don't know, I can't anyway. remember what, what they are. But. Anyway, Constantine doesn't dwell on... Oh, yeah, I said that. By the end of Constantine, if you're bought in on the story, the payoff will be pretty impressive. It's not without fault, however. This movie came out two years after the Matrix trilogy concluded, and it feels like a direct port of that series in a lot of ways. From the stylized world to the monotone color palette to starring Keanu Reeves as the savior of mankind, it's uh, kind of obvious <laughs> this was a cash grab. Um, it's a cash grab. Cash grab. Also, it was originally touted as a horror movie, and I can see where it, uh, where it threw in the scary imagery and concepts to try and please the horror crowd. But make no mistake, this is not what I would call a hard horror movie. This is an action thriller that dealt with some of the scarier elements of religion, and the studio figured they could get a bigger audience. Well, it deals with the tropes of, like, exorcism and demon possession and, and that stuff, which is heavily in horror movies, but it's, like, taking a skewed, like, yeah. an action movie skew to it. Right, exactly. So it doesn't it doesn't land, it doesn't hit right. So I think that was my issue. And, you know, I went to Like, is Van Helsing a horror movie? Right, Exactly. Exactly. I, I went to go see this in theaters with my brother, um, and thinking that it was going to be a horror movie, and I think I just uh, my expectations were one way, and I got a different thing, and I went, and I went dumb. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not dumb. It's actually pretty good. Um, overall, it's a pretty fun movie that I would watch again after a few years. I give this a seven out of ten. What do you think? Uh, same seven out of ten. I actually, when I watched it, I loved it. I was like, this is. Great, because I loved Tilda Swinton as Gabriel. That was, like, one of the coolest choices. Do you have a thing for Tilda Swinton? No. No? No. I mean, maybe? No, I guess not. She's an attractive woman. Mm. She's a handsome woman. She's... <laughs> <laughs> like, she's... But, yeah, I mean, she's, like, the definitive if you're, like... Are you going for... For, um... What's it called? Loft pudding? No. Um, gender non-binary. Mm. Are you going for a non-binary character? It's like, well, you got two choices. <laughs> and one of them's dead. Uh, David Bowie is mm. no longer with us. True. And Tilda Swinton. Damn. Well put. Although in Labyrinth, Bowie is just packing heat. Seething with dick. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of dick for a kid's movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you were to put, like, a heat map on that thing, it would just be, like, a, the energy of the sun coming off that crotch. Like, whoa. 
yeah, I got feelings. I'm a little kid, but I got big feelings. <laughs> <laughs> From his big feelings. Uh, yeah. Need, need that sweet Bowie meat. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, David. Uh, oh, so oh, God, ew, David. I mean that the the depiction of the devil is fantastic. I think like the attitude and kind of the characterization of the character was really good. I thought it was I thought it was cool. Yeah, and so yeah. Now when I rewatch it, I can see how people. If you don't think it's cool, uh huh. If you don't buy into it, anything that says like overtly like this is cool and you don't buy into it it's the dumbest shit ever it's like okay it's very transformers yeah <laughs> it's very transformers it's like nah religion is this version of religion is cool and you're like oh okay but if if you got like a little bent ahead of time or you're like transformers gay then uh <laughs> i just like the and i like the thematic like uh material of taking religion and like the afterlife and the you know the other side of you know the heaven and hell and all the mythological stories about all of that and putting it in the context of like someone super cynical yeah <laughs> but knows it's true right but it's also like oh, fucking god such a hypocrite yeah you know and can say that with like like a jaded, like a, like a, like a jaded government worker, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You know, I think also, I think Rachel Weiss didn't land for me in 2005 as a, as a young man, but yeah. now, but now I'm like, oh, mm. like I have this deep. Yeah. Like, she does nothing for me whatsoever. No, nothing at all. I don't know. I can't point to it. I mean, she's an attractive woman. Like, there's something about her voice that always bothers me, um, and her delivery. Um, maybe she's, it's just the fact that she's always speaking an American accent and she's British, but it's like, I love something, something's off about it. Show me a a cute Jewish girl and I'm just like, okay, all right. She's got a, she's got a pretty face. Um, and you'd think like. You know, about half of the movie of Constantine, she's in a wet... She's completely wet. This must have been a miserable filming for her. Totally wet all the time. Okay, Rachel, you're going to be wet for about two months. Wait, this is a movie about hell. Shut up. (laughs) Um, Water plays a big part. That's right. Uh, But you know where water doesn't play any part? This is the weirdest segue ever. Nightchannels.com. You guys, if you need to dress yourself uh, either with a shirt or with a sweatshirt, maybe it's chilly outside, maybe you just need something to cover up your nipples because they're embarrassingly large like Mm -hmm. mine, then go ahead and head over to nightchannels.com. They got a ton of good stuff over there, and it's all the deepest cut, coolest stuff from horror movies, from cult stuff. From music, metal, alternative, you got even you even got Satanism shit. So that ties into Constantine mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of um, hentai and anime stuff as well. That's really, right. you you have to go to nightchannels.com and just browse. It's 
you'll find something that's like, oh, man, I didn't know I needed this in my life. That's right. And if when you find that thing, you put it in your cart and then you find another thing and you put that in your cart and then you're like, okay, I'm going to check out now. And you put code HMT into the the little redemption box at checkout. You get 13% off that whole order. So go ahead and help out the show and uh, clothe yourself in something cool that everybody's going to be like, where did you get that? Um, so, and check them out because it's really worth really worth your time. I have a really exciting series. Oh, <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> my hello. stomach is excited. Hello. Really exciting series of special events for our Portland, Oregon metro, or basically anywhere in the Pacific Northwest if you want to travel far enough. Yeah. Um, we're going to be launching Kigan's Cult of Horror, a series of horror film screenings. Um, where the films are just a part of it. We're going to have a whole production around it, and you'll see... Starring yours truly. Yeah, starring horror movie talk. Uh, so we'll have, like, some bits. We'll have some information and education about the movie, and and uh, we really want to build a community in the area and, and uh, help out Kiggins Theater because it's a great historic theater in downtown Vancouver, Washington. Yeah, so check out Kiggins Theater, spelled with an R-E dot com. Uh, and uh, check out the recurring events section. You'll be able to find our landing page there, and it will have the dates uh, and the movies that we'll be showing in the future. Right now, we're re- like I said, we're recording this in advance, so I'm not sure what it might be. It might mm. be The Exorcist, but some of the movies we will have screened will be The Exorcist, The Fly, The Burbs, Hereditary, mm-hmm. and more. So check them out. And then check us out, and we'll even hang out after the show. We can get to know each other, and uh, we'll have a great time. So, uh, also, if you'd like to support the show directly, become a patron, and uh, you know, get yourself access to the After Pods, which is a whole other podcast that we can we record after this show. Um, and there's a bunch of extra perks on there: early access to to these reviews no commercials you got the right to vote on what movie we do you get access to exclusive patreon only reviews of movies like uh the last house on the left and psycho so check it out um and also you can uh, you know you can buy a shirt at horrormovietalk.com slash shop that helps us out and you could finally you can support dustin gobel who is a professional artist who fucks soft and then hard. Yeah. Sometimes you got to fuck her gently. Sometimes you have to fuck her hard. Something, something. Bah, 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 bah. Um, you can contact him at dgobel00. That's at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0 on Instagram. Check out his work and, you know, you can bother him, bully him into uh, making you some nice artwork uh, with, you know, you as... The uh, Freddy Krueger touching what's-her-faces in the tub. That's just an idea. You could do it. You could have it have it be anything you want. Mm-hmm. Super f- perverse or even, mm-hmm. I mean, illegal. You, you could draw him. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has the right to say no, but you have. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you have the right to have it your way every day right. at Burger King. <laughs> you can call us at 682-253-4468. Thanks again. Now let's get into spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs>
Uh, spoilers? I know not, my lady. Consult the Book of Armaments. Armaments, chapter two. <laughs> yeah, he, Constantine really consults the Book of Armaments in this. I was like, yeah. oh shit, that's a Book of Armaments. You know what I realized on this viewing? Mm. Of like, you know what movie this movie is a lot like? I feel like I do, but what? Men in Black. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Just like secret world underneath the world we're living in, like bunch of high-tech magical gadgets. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, a bunch of, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And a man in black. Uh, Yeah, a bar where everybody meets, uh, you know, or or the fact that there is a place where a bunch of seedy underworld stuff goes on. Yeah. 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 Good point. But with more Batitude. Batitude. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this. What is this Batman poster you got here? This is- oh, from Little Caesars. <laughs> yeah, we got Little Caesars the other night, and they were giving away these The Batman posters. Is that a movie coming out? Is there a new mm-hmm. Batman movie There's a coming? new Batman movie coming out starring Robert Pattinson. How many times? Are we- I mean, I guess Sometimes forever. people forget... The origin story of Batman. Oh, man. Every once in a while, you got to reboot it. I'm just... Ugh. Can we just... Okay. So... Did you know that his parents died? <laughs> there are there are certain superheroes for whom you need the origin story. Batman is one. Spider-Man is another. The rest of them, shut up. But you don't really... You do with Ant-Man. Yeah, you do with Ant-Man, too. That's right. Um, anywho. Uh, okay, so you know what? I'm actually going to do something a little different than the way we normally do this. I'm going to break down the uh, long and short of the, the bare-bones structure of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, the stakes. Mm-hmm. Like, what is at stake? Mm-hmm. Um, so we have, uh, we have the underworld comprised of angels and demons. They are not allowed into the regular world. Well, they'd explain that they're half-breeds, that it's not necessarily angels and demons. They're special angels and demons. Right. Right. Um, but they're not allowed really on this realm fully, a hundred percent. They're like, you know, they, they, in, they're influencers, so to speak. Right. You know, um, so this predicted the nefarious influence of Instagram, right? Several decades years. before, several at least a couple years before, um, and and uh, John Constantine uh, had in early in his life attempted suicide, and to an extent, he succeeded. He died, and he was brought back to life on the operating room table. A minute and a half later. Well, which feels like... Okay, so, and because of that, he's doomed to hell. Right. Because, Can we speak about this for one minute? he committed suicide in the Catholic religion, that means you go to hell. Okay, so, if this was a court of law, and you attempted to murder someone, right. but they lived, the most you could get is attempted murder. Right. Right? Yeah. This is God's law, baby. Doesn't doesn't have to make sense to you because he moves in mysterious ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made it work. Um, so, and wouldn't God know about it? 
you know, wouldn't God make him the person that commits suicide? So, you heard of the devil, right? Mm-hmm. Devil's pretty evil. But you know who's worse than the devil? I think we need the devil's origin story before we can move on. The devil, too. <laughs> <laughs> He's much worse than the devil. So, we have the devil's son, Mammon, who is attempting to get himself born into the real world. <sighs> right. Um, oh, by the way, I just reviewed this in real time. I just reviewed this over on the You Run podcast. Um, so you should check them out. I'm on their Constantine episode. Um, had a lot of fun doing that, by the way. So the devil, too, uh, a.k.a. the devil's son, a.k.a. Maman, is trying to get born into the world. But he needs the help of he needs divine intervention to do mm-hmm. so. And um, to play that role, we have Tilda Swinton. Uh, as the angel Gabriel, who is like, you know what? Uh, yeah, this I'm, is the spoiler. Right. This is the real spoiler mm-hmm. here is I'm going to help the devil to come into the world because people are cool. And we, what you know what makes them really cool when they're challenged. <laughs> so get fucked. And here comes the devil, too. And he's much worse than the devil. Mm-hmm. Like you've seen the devil. This is this guy. Devil, too. Devil harder. <laughs> yeah. Devil ha- eggs. Uh, it's it, They stink like sulfur. <laughs> um, and so that's kind of the stakes here is uh, we have the devil too trying to come into the world. Mm-hmm. And and as, as the movie starts, we kind of get this... Constantine's like, huh, shit's getting kind of weird. There's like demons trying to come into the world and mm-hmm. and like he's I, I, I something is disturbing the balance of the force yeah there's a disturbance in the force and everyone's like ah shut up luke i mean constantine and or obi-wan <laughs> shut up obi-wan and he's like no i'm pretty right about it uh, my midi chlorians are telling me and and so then enters Rachel Weiss, And he's like, hello there. And he's like, hmm. <laughs> my pee-pee just went bing. And uh, and she's like, oh, no, Constantine, my sister tried to commit. No, my sister did commit suicide while in an insane asylum or uh, while committed to a Hospital. mental health facility <laughs> is what I meant to say. Right. Uh, and it, you don't understand. She couldn't have committed suicide because she's. Super Catholic. I mean, she's Catholic too, mm. and um, and so she would never do that. And he's like, "Well, we'll get to the bottom of this." Me and my trusty sidekick, Shia LaBeouf, and actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. What? <laughs> you haven't seen that? Uh-uh. Wow. What? What? You haven't seen that that meme song? The uh, just it's called Shia LaBeouf. Oh. Yeah, but what's the actual cannibal reference? From that? Oh, okay. I, maybe I have. I, okay. I, well, I'll have to pull it up. It's pretty fantastic. So... Sorry for derailing you. No, Shia no LaBeouf has almost no screen time in this movie. It's like they had an idea and they're like, eh, never mind. He's the... Yeah. He must have been, like, in, a, in the movie and then was cut out later. He's super young plucky like bright-eyed like not devoid like not all cigarettes smoked yeah out. he's like barely out of disney shia labeouf <laughs> right yeah this is uh three years well two years before 
he hits it big in Transformers mm. with uh, Megan the Stallion. Mm. Oh, I mean uh, Megan Fox. 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 Totally real name. Can't be a real name, dude. <laughs> that name is as real as her body. <laughs> her body's real. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What? Come at me, bro. Mm-hmm. No, uh, you're right. I'm going to be like Miggs in Silence of the Lambs and just be like, oh, Bryce, I come my red bleh. <laughs> when you throw a bunch of cum in your face. Cause, cause Megan, Out of spite. Because Megan the Stallion walked by and I was like, dang, girl. Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of how this movie, what this movie is about. And there's some really cool men in black moments in it. Like him going to stock up. Right. Which is like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I gotta get me my cross, mm-hmm. uh, my cross grenade launcher, grenade launcher, and I gotta get my holy hand grenades <laughs> that are full of water, mm-hmm. they're full of holy water, holy water, and gotta get a screech beetle, mm-hmm. and you know, you got this guy who's like the purveyor of these things, who's like, yeah, I need a little toy, that's what I want, I, you can pay me for these priceless artifacts. In children's toys that go moo. Mm-hmm. Like, huh. But it, you're just like, it, the movie sweeps you up. And you're like, uh-huh. Wee! So, I mean, there's some goofy bits. <laughs> yeah. If you see through the veneer. I mean, most of it's pretty goofy. But I think it's, it does a pretty good job of making an anti-hero out of Constantine. Oh, Like yes. he's, he is like an asshole. <laughs> With regularity. Yeah. And I think it's the right kind of character for Keanu Reeves, which is doesn't talk too much. It's the only kind of character for (laughs) Keanu Reeves. This is it. Uh, Yeah. So it's, I mean, it it works for me, but I could see how if you, if it bothered you from the beginning, you'd be like, this is so dumb. This is the Matrix. (laughs) This is the it Matrix. Is, it is basically He sees the through reality mm-hmm. and realizes is oh, there's yeah. He's got has foreknowledge of stuff that we don't know. Like it's all just this is the Matrix. Yeah. It's um, it's yeah. But it's got some cool some cool parts mm-hmm. like the insect demon. Mm-hmm. That th- thing is made of CGI. It's a demon made of. Just bugs and like and uh, and like rats and like all kinds of things just all amalgamated into a, a moving thing. And if you hit it, it kind of comes apart because it's yeah, it's like Sandman, right? Oh, jeez, <laughs> Bugman, right? Um, and and looks great even now, completely made of CGI. And I was like, damn, that's fucking cool. And then like the version of hell that they got, yeah. It's like, it's not like a lake of sulfur or something like that, or um, or, or it's it's a it's, it's a, like a wind blasted furnace. Yeah, it's like it's as though the world has been a, has been blown apart by atomic war, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's just this constant. Yeah, it's just and then the creatures within are like out of some weird postmodern art piece mm-hmm. of like. Ooh. In fact, I think they are inspired by. That, that yeah, Polish, they're like that Polish artist, right? Yeah, um, who I can't, who I whose name I can't recall. That is the one thing that I saw, like that I could kind of see through. Is like, okay, CGI is pretty good, but they could only w- afford one character model. 
<laughs> every demon looked exactly the same. It's right. Like, mm, they have no heads. And you just see into their skulls. Yeah. It's like, that's just what all demons look like, apparently. But it worked. I, it worked. I mean, it was good. Yeah, it was, it was plenty cool. And they had a lot of creative ways of doing things. Like, the way you get to hell is... You stare into a cat's eyes. <laughs> yeah, it was never quite explained, like, this, how easy it is to transfer into hell. Put your feet in water, Sometimes you look just, at a cat. <laughs> put your feet in water, look at a cat. Sometimes you got to electrocute yourself. Sometimes you got to have someone drown you. Right. There's lots of ways to get to hell. It's you, kind of frightening to in, think about it. Someone might say that almost all roads lead to hell. Yeah, like, what if, what if I was just soaking my feet? And having an intimate moment with Gypsy. Boom. Just look. Hell. <laughs> uh, this is the worst thing. A child. <laughs> this episode is crazy. The only thing worse than a rapist. A child. A child. Or hell. No. no. <laughs> uh. Um... And then... Okay, so... I'm getting loopy. Like, yeah, already. Like, it's getting... This is a really late... It's five o'clock, which is way past our bedtime. Way past our bedtime. Um, I'm reading this, and I saw my eyes are going blurry because I had read the bullet point. Keanu has king cancer. Has king cancer? Mm-hmm. No, it's supposed to be lung cancer. Yeah. I, I typed these it up does on say, my phone. It does say lung cancer, but I read it as king cancer because uh, my vision is going blurry. I gotcha. What would be the king of all cancers? Oh, uh, that's definitely pancreatic cancer. Yeah. It's a pretty good one. Colon is up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Prostate. Prostate's like low. Yeah, prostate's garbage like tier. garbage tier. Yeah, everybody cancer. gets it. If you live long enough, you get prostate cancer. If you have a dick and you live long enough. Yeah. If yeah. you have a prostate, I guess. Yeah, if, you know... Wow, I I could I'm going so like I'm really losing it. Let's do it. No, let's uh, do it. Uh, uh-uh. uh, we'll do it on the afterpod. People who pay us, I mean, pay press ca- well, Yeah, we gotta we gotta come up with a t- tiers, a tier system for cancer. Pancreatic, breast cancer are gonna be up there. Yeah, brain, lung, way up there. Is heart cancer a thing? I don't know. I, I, I don't heard of. Well, I mean, like blood cancer is a thing. Yeah, leukemia. Yeah. Oh, leukemia is top tier. Leukemia is top tier. Like, I feel like medium tier would be... This is so offensive to people with cancer. Would be skin cancer. Like, what if you have skin cancer and we're like... It's for... All cancer is frightening. I mean, anyone... No matter, like, what... How small or what stage of cancer you're in, it's... You fear for your life. So it's... In absolute seriousness, like, cancer sucks and I've lost lots of people to cancer. But... All things being equal, skin cancer is a pretty mediocre cancer. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I mean, <laughs> a cancer that can be... Hashtag fuck cancer. The, the, the cancer that can be cured by a dermatologist... <laughs> That's so, so, so much shade on a dermatologist. I mean, the same So guy, much disrespect. They're like, called a doctor. They are doctors. And they're fascinating. Like, I love Dr. Pimple Popper. I mean, no shade to dermatologists. They do. They do. She... But I mean, like, 90% of what they do is, like, put this lotion on, clean it, 
every day and put lotion on it, you'll be fine. Let me tell you, my dermatologist had one heck of a time with me because I got, I worked in Africa for a mm-hmm. couple, for a month or two. Got that crotch rot. Got that fucking crazy ass uh, rash and man, it's haunted me ever since. He's like, holy shit. Normally I only see this shit, t- shit this bad with guys with literally Vietnam vets who, <laughs> who spent years who walk through the swamps of Da Nang in the swamps of Da Nang <laughs> and here you are some bright eyed bushy tailed kid who had a month in Africa two couple months in the hellish pits of the Sahara uh, anyway so Constantine oh throat sp- cancer <laughs> Con- dude there's the, the the one part of this movie that I feel is the is the coolest part is the spear storyline the spear that is found by the the diminutive mexican dude uh-huh. at the start of the movie he unwraps it out of a nazi flag mm-hmm. and he's like okay so that's first of all it's like it's how you know it's evil mm-hmm. <laughs> shorthand nazi flag mm-hmm. and um and uh and so oh and actually uh i gleaned this from uh from scott the um the, the purveyor of the You Run podcast, because I don't do any okay. research on this show. He said the director of this movie demanded that they then burn that that mm. Nazi flag so that it didn't fall into the hands of white supremacists following following the production mm-hmm. of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then and at first my re- knee jerk reaction was like, like, whoa, a movie prop is going to fall. And then I was like, out of in my head, I did the mental math. That was very easy of like. Who would take home a, a movie prop of a Nazi flag and then and then want to have it? And then I was like, oh, the only person is the white supremacist. Right. And I went, oh, okay, this makes oh, sense. See, okay, I don't know. Devil's, devil's advocate here. I would buy, like, a Nazi flag from Indiana Jones movie. If, if there was, like, a piece <gasps> of Indiana Jones memorabilia with Nazi you stuff on monster. it. monster. And also, the devil's advocate is very similar movie to this one. Yes. <laughs> It's also starring Keanu Reeves. Also starring Keanu Reeves. So we came full circle in that sentence. Mm-hmm. And you're a monster. Um, Isn't that crazy that there's people now that are like, yes, Nazis. Nazis. We're going to be Nazis in America. I, it's like this is, I'm dug in and I'll never change. This is the this is where I plant my flag. Nazism. What the fuck? Seriously? Dude, they lost and you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what's all this obsession with, like, siding with the teams that lost that are definitely evil? Yeah, like, and then they're the most American people? It's like, dude, you know America fucking stomped them. (laughs) Dude, what are you, dumb? And the answer is, yeah, they're super dumb. (laughs) 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 Oh, what are you going to do? I I love America. That's why I fly the flag of all the people that were traitors. Right. Like, oh, oh, you, you're rooting for them? Okay. Hmm. Uh, we're getting... A lot of people thank us for not being political on the podcast. I don't think, I don't think it's po- political in any direction to hate if, Nazis. If it's, if it's political to say that Nazis are bad... Yeah, then you're on the wrong team. <laughs> <laughs> so this Mexican who gets his hand on the spear... Uh-huh. It turns into as soon as he grabs this spear. What is this spear? Destiny. Mm-hmm. 
and it's this is the spear that killed Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It was used to kill Jesus Christ. As soon as he he gets a hold of it, he turns into this singularly obsessed superhuman. Mm-hmm. The, the car, this car comes out of nowhere, crashes into him, and he just. I mean, he just levels the car. The car yeah. wraps around him. It's like that music video. Which one? I don't remember. The cars? <laughs> There's a music video where a guy gets crashed into by a car, but it... Benjamin Orr is so dreamy. He's the only lead singer of the cars for me. <sighs> wow, it's getting it's getting up there in time. We still got two afterpods to record after this. Woo! Man, you guys stick around for those afterpods. <laughs> And by the way, that's the Constantine Afterpod and what's the other one? Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs Afterpod, which will have come out quite a bit. So uh, one thing that I was confused of, what happened to that Mexican guy at the end? He comes and does, he comes with a spear, question mark, question mark, question mark, Rachel Weiss is pregnant. With a demon baby. With a demon baby. That is. The end. Like. Uh, devil too. What what okay then the spear is going to be used by gabriel what happened to the mexican guy you're asking the wrong guy i'm just reviewing the movie is i mean yeah it's unclear if we're talking about representation could we give the mexican guy a little beefier role than just literally a delivery boy i i really like i mean i liked the mysteriousness of his character, the way it was handled of, of right. just getting to see him at different points throughout the movie of like, he's just a man possessed and right. he is moving this spear and nothing is going to stop him. It's kind of like John Goodman's character in Raising Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's exactly like that. It's it's a he's turned into a force of nature. Mm. He's no longer a person. He's like, yeah, he's mm-hmm. something else. Um Anyway, uh, so, uh, bah, bah, Tilda Swinton keeps telling John. Oh, yeah. So here we have the, uh, the conundrum that John's in. John Constantine knows he's going to hell because he committed suicide and was brought back to life and has been trying to buy his way back into hell ever since by doing um, selfish acts, so good selfish acts, acts committed with the intent of saving his right, soul. Very much like. The intent is trying to save himself yeah. by sending all these demons back to hell. So, yeah, he's doing good. He's like, God, but- look at me. Look what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> look what I can do. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and so, and that's the problem is his intent. His heart isn't in the right place as he's doing these things. He's never committed a selfless act. And uh, it, the angel Gabriel kind of makes that very mm. clear. Mm. And so... As we as we make our way through this, there's a lot of really cool characters. I really like the collector of and purveyor of these weapons and items. Mm-hmm. I really like the uh, uh, what's his name, Midnight. Uh, mm-hmm. A little bit of a problematic role. I'm gonna name black guy Midnight. I don't know. Seems I don't know. Seems a little this might just be apropos. Maybe. Yeah, I uh, could be that. Um, that I'm totally off on that. And then uh, and then obviously you got Gavin Rossdale as Balthazar. You know who Gavin Rossdale is? Oh, that was Gavin Rossdale. Yeah. Oh, man. The lead singer of Bush. This is his only real theatrical role ever. He did great. <laughs> right? So handsome. Like, yeah. Super handsome. Very charismatic. But then when you... 
when you but melt his skin off and you see mm-hmm. what a fucking demon he is. I mean, most people when you melt their skin off don't look as good. Eh, agree to disagree. <laughs> I love people with their skin off. Uh, okay, Buffalo Bill. But the thing about Gavin Rossdale and the th- the reason I'm a great big fat person. Yeah. Uh, the thing the reason it wor- I thought this role worked really well was if you remember all those Bush music videos. Hmm. He, there was a lot of like him as an angel or like a lot of um, religious uh, imagery in a mm-hmm. lot of those Bush music videos. So I thought that was just in it because he's not in any other real movies. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like. I was going to say there was a lot more religious imagery in music videos back in the day. But now that I think of it like Little Nas X just had that Montero music video. Yeah. I mean. Not super duper like uh, tongue in cheek, just very obvious with mm-hmm. that. With that video, is like, here's the devil. He's licking me. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the big hubbub is about it personally, but do you? About the yeah, call me by my name. Well, it's that he's homosexual and portrays that overtly Th- in the music video. That's the problem. They're still pretty uh, conservative people out there in America. Are they enjoying Little Nas X's music? Apparently well, not. Well, less so now. Yeah. <laughs> now it's a lot harder. <laughs> Just like Little Nas X's dick. Um, so uh, they're just like little. Listen, Little Nas X. We like to keep our gay porn and our music separate. Right. Thank you. Please and thank you. Um, uh, but, but the devil's son had to possess a psychic and would need the help of God, um, to a psychic and would need the help of God to be brought into the right. real world. Um, Keanu drowns Rachel so she can see demons and, uh, and then he, Constantine has a fight with Balthazar, which he wins and he learned, that's how he learns that, oh no, it's the devil too. Who's coming? Mm. The devil's son who's coming. Now, here we are. Oh, and then there's this super, super stolen scene from Blade where they turn on the sprinklers with holy water instead of the much cooler version being in Blade uh, where blood is coming into the vampire rave. There's a couple moments in the script where it's like so obvious. Like, did you really need to hold the audience's hand so much? (laughs) And one of them was that scene where it shows, like, they already, like, describe how demons are weaker if you melt off their skin with holy water. It shows Shia LaBeouf, like, stuffing a, like, a cross into some water source. And then it goes, and the sprinklers go off, and it starts melting all their faces. Now, me... I would just say I believe in the American public. I believe they can connect the dots, especially if they're the audience that Constantine is targeted and towards. Immediately following that thought, you're like, burn that Nazi flag so it doesn't get in the hold of in the hands of one of these Americans. And then one woman, they have to have the one woman say, "Holy water." Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it was a ripoff of Blade, and Blade's uh, version was cooler, Mm -hmm. uh, because it was blood. Uh, And everybody knows Slayer is awesome. So, um, now we have the coolest part of this whole movie, the end, Mm -hmm. where the, uh, where... Well, I love, uh, before we get to the end, like, 
I love Tilda Swinton as Gabriel, and like the only scene we really see her in before is like her talking to Constantine and basically telling him you're fucked, like in those words specifically. Yeah, just having a an angel, this representative of you know all things good. Yeah, it's like. Sorry, them's the rules. That's the law. You're fucked, dude. You have to do something good, right. genuinely good, um, um, in order to uh, in order to get, uh, guarantee your spot in heaven. And all you ever do is selfish stuff. Right. Uh, important uh, note. Yeah. And then, um, so she's about ready to bring the devil too into the world. She's got the spear which killed uh, God's son in mm-hmm. order to birth satan's son into Mm -hmm. the world that's the rule that's how it works and you need divine intervention which she checks that box so right as she's about to stab uh devil two out of uh rachel weiss constantine's like got an idea i'm gonna kill myself Mm -hmm. i'm going to commit suicide too Mm -hmm. because it's been stated before in this movie that he is the only one of the only people that Lucifer himself would come to take to hell. Right. So as John Constantine dies, the devil ap- appears and freezes time so that he can have a nice lengthy discussion <clears throat> with Constantine and be like, I got you. And then the next most obvious piece of dialogue that didn't have to be in it was Satan saying, you're the only soul that I would come to take down myself. It's like, okay. Well, let's... We get it. Let's take a moment to appreciate the character design of Satan. Yeah. And apparently, uh, this was... Um, uh, what's what's his name? Uh, Peter Stormare. Peter Stormare's suggestion. Um, uh, as Scott from the Euron podcast pointed out, because he's diligent and does good work. And I'm just copying off of him but peter stormare was like no no we're not doing a big obvious devil just put me in a white suit and dip my feet in tar and they were like oh god damn yeah that's pretty good it's so good it's this juxtaposition because of he black starts, and white yeah because he gets lowered down and the first thing you see are these dripping tar feet yeah where it's like his feet are so hot that it melts the tar of like you can't wear shoes yeah melt the tar off um yeah and just a white suit and like some subtle tats on his neck yeah to where it's like it's a really good portrayal of someone that's and his acting makes it so you can see a lot of things in the character of like okay he's insane he's deplorable um he's also vain Uh (laughs) uh-huh and like all these things that you would associate with the devil and uh did it in a completely new way uh-huh um i don't think it's it's probably been a while since like there's been you know the red satan with horns and and tail but like i wish there was like a portrayal because satan and and some of the you know lore is a fallen angel so right. he he was an angel that fell from grace and is taking revenge on god yeah so i always thought what if he just had like a super attractive like bright white angel and that was satan of just like 
someone that looked would i mean you could do the same thing with tilda swinton kind of just like, basically take what the character designed for gabriel but say that's satan like god too god too yeah Anyways. yeah no that's a good idea and i mean it kind of reminded me it seems like jared leto took inspiration from peter stormare to to build out his version of the joker this like put together mm. like i mean it's very similar tattoos on the neck kind of vein and like it's like but well dressed you know mm-hmm. like it's like oh yeah but Stormare pulls it off yeah. so well and his acting is just like whoa whoa that's yeah. creep like he's perverse right but smart and like and like oh it's just ew it's just perfect i yeah it ties this movie together so well yeah and like animalistic yeah and yeah it's great it's he's he's so great and then you see him like confront gabriel and you're like fuck yeah yeah so he's like i'm here i'm gonna get you and constantine's (laughs) like yeah but you know what i i did this on purpose and it's because maybe you should well how's your family doing are they okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody. Oh, well, I'll tell you, your son's in the other room with Gabriel. He's like, yeah, well, there's no accounting for taste. And he's like, yeah, but they have the spirit destiny. And then it all clicks. And the devil's like, oh, you think you're going to sneak around behind? Because the devil doesn't mm-hmm. want his son to be born into earth because that means his reign is over. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, shit. Really? Skate, skate. And uh, and so he heads into the other room and this scene where he walks through the glass and it like blows out and then mm-hmm. holds in the air and then he walks into it as it's tumbling about his his face. Mm-hmm. Ugh, just this whole end, this last 20 minutes is just. Yeah, ugh. with the part where he, yeah, Gabriel can't touch him because she, he realizes that he's lost the backing of God. She's, and then all of a sudden. She's been forsaken. And uh, they, well, I think they go by they, them. Oh, they, them. Um and the devil, like, just heat blasts Gabriel's wings off. It's just so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm reverting to my teenage self of just like, huh, that's cool. Whoa. Yeah. What did this come out? 2005. So I guess I was in my 20s. Maybe I should be embarrassed by that, but I thought it was cool. Oh, wow. You were in your 20s. Wow, look at you. Let's see here. I was, I was 19. Hmm. Huh. There you go. Young and... Okay, so, so go ahead. It's good. It's oh, it's oh, not oh, as but wait, we gotta we gotta do one thing here because because now the devil's like, okay, took care of that fire, put that out. <laughs> no pun intended. And now I'm coming to collect your soul. But I guess I owe you something, don't mm-hmm. don't I? So what do you want? An extension? And and Constantine's like, nah man, I'm good. You just take me to hell. But the one thing I would ask is that you let Angela's sister come back, uh, go to heaven. Just, just give her, give her back to God. Which super loophole in the Catholic mm. religion. Like, oh, you get to commit suicide and go to heaven, and God's okay with that. Like, suddenly now it's okay because the devil said so. Because a guy wished for it, and the devil's like, okay, <laughs> all right. So weird loophole. God moves in mysterious ways, mysterious David. Mysterious ways. Yeah, sometimes through the devil. A lot through the devil. Exclusively through the devil? Uh, anyway, so 
so, and that ends up being the one selfless act that that gets Constantine uh, entry into uh, heaven. Mm-hmm. Gets to go to heaven. That's great. As he's floating away, he flips off the devil. Like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a fun enough movie. Final recommendation. I'd say um, if you're an action fan, this is a no brainer. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a must see, but is it is a pretty cool movie. If you're into like religious horror, like it's a fun break. That's not just another cookie cutter exorcism movie. Um, and if you like Keanu Reeves in action movies, it's pretty good yeah if you like um the matrix then you will love this <laughs> because it's the same thing if you um, want to watch men in black with more baditude <laughs> baditude okay and now we will be doing our first and only bit of the show where we will be reading bad reviews for good horror movies. This is the Silence of the Lamb edition. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. And uh, and so the way this works is we're just going to go through Google's user reviews and read a few of the one-star reviews because I think we can all kind of agree for the most part that Silence of the Lambs is a pretty good movie. But, um, but you know, of course there are those who disagree and it's important that we hear all sides of the story as bryce said Mm. earlier so let's put a voice to the voiceless let's hear what people what bad things people have to say about silence the lambs i'm just gonna go down the list i'm just gonna go straight down we're gonna start with seth petal he says he gives it one star he says I've heard a lot about this movie over the years from boomer relatives, from Redditors who think they're experts on film. Well, this was absolute trash, and I would not recommend you sit through it. Watch clips of Hopkins' performance on YouTube if you must, because that is simply the only part worth watching. Half-baked, and it's being generous. Thanks for nothing. Thanks, Seth. Suvik yeah, a year ago said, I didn't find it great. I would rather say overrated because I didn't even find a single thrilling moment. The movie is just a plain straight story with no challenging situation for the detective. I didn't find it appropriate for the 8.6 IMDb rating. Just waste of two hours. Sad emoji. You know, I mean, we've done a few of these at this point, Bryce. I can't help but notice... The distinct lack of spelling and grammar skills in a lot of these here. Um, here's one from Rita H. She says, one star. I will not. It's not challenge. Okay, she's not saying this. Now I'm just talking to Bryce. He says it's not challenging for the detectives. <laughs> this guy must be so smart. Wow. He figured it out. He got. He, we should put him on. We should get him on a case. The FBI needs this guy. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's Rita. Here's what Rita says. Uh, I will never understand why this film is so popular. Foster is not convincing. Oh, that accent. Uh, Hopkins chews the scenery as always, and the plot holes are gaping. Read the book instead. Thanks, Rita. Uh, Seek Abdullah. Seek. Seek Abdullah. Says people says Silence of the Lambs is a good movie, but after seeing the cum scene, I immediately stopped watching. What a mess! <laughs> it's not wrong. It's messy. 
the cum scene. Uh, Nina. I can't believe we reviewed that movie, and I never once thought to talk to say skeet skeet. Skeet 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 skeet. Uh, Nina S. says, the movie was just okay. I didn't find it thrilling at all. Somewhat boring. I don't see all the hype about it. <sighs> hmm. Oh, here we go. Steve W. says, This movie body shames women and condones making plus-sized women into skin suits. This movie should be banned. <laughs> That's a hot take, and I'm sure one that has gained a lot of traction over the years. It body shames plus-sized women in, and suggests turning them into skin suits. I don't think the movie is condoning it. Yeah, I don't think it's a pro-skin suit movie, necessarily. <laughs> They're trying to catch the skin suit guy. Right. He's the bad guy. Wow, yeah, if you're Richard, is this Richard? Steve. Steve W., if you think the good guy is Buffalo Bill, you got another thing coming, buddy. He was a bad guy. What do you got? <laughs> what do you got? This one comes from Spunk Daddy 420 Lad. One star. Receipts are hard to follow. I like Pokemon Go. I do too. He's, hey. Uh, Tiny Dancer says. Does for gay people what Midnight Express did for the Turks and what Deliverance did for West Virginians? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Deliverance did that to West Virginians. I'm so I mean, uh, I am sorry, West Virginians. I didn't mean that. But honestly, it's Tennessee. Come on. <laughs> Riley K said, made my wife pass out and convulse on our couch. <laughs> <laughs> One star. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> KCR There aren't any lambs in the movie <laughs> You know what I'm not going to lie to you I had that feeling for the first couple of years That I watched this movie I was like where are the lambs When do they be quiet I'm serious too I, yeah. I really would <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to hop over to some two stars Just real quick See if we can get any good stuff over there Um <laughs> Two stars is even worse. It's like, yeah. it's not knee jerk. It's like, no, I, I actually really think this is bad. Nah, there's nothing over here. Okay. And that was bad reviews for good movies. Silence of the Lambs edition. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. Um, don't forget that uh, we do have live shows that are playing in the Pacific Northwest, specifically in Vancouver, Washington, at the Kiggins Theater. You can check that out at Kiggins Theater, spelled R-E, uh, dot com. And uh, head on over to the recurring events section, and you should find a landing page with the schedule for those movies. And then you can come meet us, and we can say hi, and, you know, we can uh, touch each other um, in a... Uh, Not a no-no place. No, 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 just on our hands. Just mm -hmm. hand to hand, just holding hands. That's all we do. Um, we, you, if, if you'd like to help out the show, you could share it with a friend. You could toss us a five-star rating on iTunes or Spotify. You could even become a patron or click on that Amazon link at HorrorMovieTalk.com. Once you're ready to do your shopping on Amazon, you're going to buy yourself uh, some plus-size douches. Great. Toss some of that money our way by clicking our Amazon link. Special thanks to Scott from the You Run podcast for doing all of my work for me. I hope I don't step on your toes um, too much. And if you'd like to get a hold of the show, 
Call us at 682-253-4468. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Looking for a podcast full of burps and gas, perverted cast, skinny and fat? Look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny, begs to donate money, fake sponsors for dummies, and so much more. New episodes every hump day. They'll pickle your dickle for foreplay. Patreon members have it your way. Vote for a movie every month for the review. Chopper chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Got me too with Cosby eating jello. Putting pops done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave does it. Give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy, is dinner rough. Send kiss. Bryce Hansen. Look at them hot kids, Chris Henson. Masturbate with a crucifix, exorcist. Face huggers, chest bursters, alien. Linda Blair peed on Sigourney Weaver. I know it's true, cause it came from social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy, doctor of philosophy. Bad gastritis, knee colostomy. Turn Patreons into human centipedes. David Doobie Day, scare him, no, no expert. A global fucks hard, professional sex expert. After pods, taglines, and porno flicks. American Psycho, them guys pretty sick. Chopper, chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Got me too with Cosby eating jello. Putting pops done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rubs. Nothing good happens in the woods. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle to dickle. Machines tickle bitties. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon, and organs. Corona, COVID, curse, Lorona. Green River Killer, because reasons. Hallway of poop monster kids screaming. Ain't your ordinary dingleberry itinerary. 30 days shudder and jump scares. Ain't fucking scary. Time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes. Use their white socks to catch their loads. To show them one titty, pretty. Paganism, you should worship. They Teflon dicks. Pacific Northwest, let them see one breast. Shifty ass, they spooky. Poor man's digress. Bugsy. HMT. Horror movie talk. Hold on, they don't like Halloween. Fuck them.